Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Hello. So. How was your end of daylight savings time? Um, you know, uh, I fucking hate it. It sucks because it gets dark too damn early. I love it. It's great for I am the darkness. And uh, it's a sign of the coming uh, winter. And also I have a tradition, which is to watch the daylight saving time episode of Pete and Pete. <laughs> And, which is about them using the daylight savings time to is uh, daylight saving whatever to go back in time and correct a mistake and what i do is i start it at like 1 45 in the morning and by <laughs> the time i end it it's earlier than when i started Ooh. yeah it's a long-standing tradition plus he gets to sleep in feels great well, I get like 12 hours of sleep and I wake up and it's not even 10 a.m. I feel accomplished. You know what? Fair. Fair enough. It's yeah. so like I've been enough. saying. They should just keep doing it. Keep falling back. Every it, no, indefinite no, fallback. Yeah, no spring forward. Just keep falling back. And eventually we fix this whole god darn thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's all I can think of what's going on right now. I uh, just watched a Law and Order episode that made me think of this podcast. Ooh. Yeah, it's the one with Robin Williams. Aww. Oh no! Yeah, he uh, obviously is. He's he plays a guy who's calling up people and convincing them to do things, and his uh, whole thing is like calling up. I think it's Happy Burgers. And convincing the manager to sexually molest, uh, like, one of the employees. Um, and then he's got, like, a whole setup with... He, he ends up being, like, this weird anarchist who's against being sheep. And he ends up doing flash mobs. Um, oh, that all sounds very 90s. It was awesome. It was one of the best Law & Order SVU episodes ever. Uh, if you get a chance to, just... Just watch it. It's just chef's kiss. So good. Uh, Robin Williams is playing like that character that he got into in the 90s, which was like the creepy voyeur. Oh, yeah, I hate it. Yeah, like, what's it called? The one about the... One Hour Photo. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Kids today wouldn't understand that movie at all. I I say I would also include The World According to Garp. Fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, there's also Insomniac, which rules. That is true. With David Tell. Uh, the joke is that he's not a voyeur in the world, according to Garp. It's just not a comedic role. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. But uh, Robin Williams ends up being his own lawyer, 
and he argues and you know on behalf of himself against being sheep in the face of authority <laughs> and then he kidnaps olivia threatening her to oh you got it with a with a bomb and then convinces stabler that he's electrocuting her and it was all a fake and then he ends up actually blowing up the place and uh running away into nothingness nice he gets away very 90s it was so awesome i think it was 2000s 2000s yeah 2009 yeah if there was a flash mob it was, yeah, it was a flash yeah, problem. They also have a flash uh, pillow fight. Okay. You know, when they, they had like the the yearly pillow fight that they would do in Union Square. <laughs> and they orchestrated one in Bryant Square with him uh, with, with a megaphone instructing people to hit each other with. And he's like, don't be sheep. In the words of Tony Soprano, this all sounds very gay. <laughs> Speaking of the Sopranos, a New Jersey votes to legalize the weed. Oh yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, Marla's parents are happy. My brother is happy. Mm-hmm. Um, Your brother will like lose all his business. Nah, come on. Black markets are still. It's just he has less uh, liability holding it in his place and. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Richard. Clay. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, you live in New Jersey. I yeah. do. Holy shit, both of you. You fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good. It's almost got us all. It, it'll come for you too one day, Steve. It's not but for a- now. If you have terminal cancer, you can get a bit of hash mm-hmm. oil in a like small ampule vial that you have to spend $800 for in Midtown, I believe is the New York legalization scheme. Listen, it's not as cool as Oregon. Yeah, full decrypt. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Let's all go to Oregon and get heroin. heroin. Yeah. Or DC. the Oregon Trail of the modern day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or DC. Marlowe gets heroin. <laughs> The Oregon Golden Triangle Trail. Well, or you said DC, Steve. Uh, they voted to decriminalize uh, psychedelics, right? Yeah, psilocybin so mushrooms. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, that'll be fun until Congress immediately says they're not allowed to do that. Listen, the party scene in DC is gonna be raging now that. Yeah. I know. I've been to the party scene in D.C. with you. Donald Trump are tied. Yeah. Um, Neck and neck, baby. Yeah. No. That's right, Democrats. We did it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) We did it, everyone. I just, uh, just fucking pathetic. Like. Yeah, a guy literally oversees the Holocaust, and you're hoping to get 270 right now. And exactly 270. Yes, you're hoping to eke out a technical. Technically, you won. (laughs) Though it would be cool if somehow we could make it so Biden wins the Electoral College, but Trump has more popular vote. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. And then they change the rules, so that's what counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah. I mean it just everything going into it is just like they're trying to twist everything. Oh, Trump is now is no longer a hypothetical. Yeah. And for most people, he's kind of just there. He's not any he's not ruling any substantially different than any other Republican would. And most people wait, don't. wait okay. What what's this about being a hypothetical? You have to give yeah, the the news, like the media going into it was like why Biden is uh, in better shape than Hillary was, which I guess is technically true, but sure, shit, yeah, not by got, a lot. Um, yeah, he's got a he's got a big old penis. Hello. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's one. <laughs> which. Uh, yeah. Sure. Fine. But well, and by extension, also like not the same weird baggage that Hillary specifically has. Yeah, but they they kept laying out these reasons, and one that kept popping up was like oh, well, Trump is no longer a hypothetical. And it's like, how would that motivate voters? Because as a non-hypothetical, hey, he's kind of a dumbass that we all knew he was, but he's a Republican president who's ruling kind of like a Republican president. Uh, and, you know, oh, uh, Ginsburg dying makes the Supreme Court more real. No, it just means that literally the Democrats shot the bed and that argument they've had for decades about why he needed to vote for him no longer applies. But, but Marlo, orange man bad. Yeah, it just... <laughs> I mean, Tito. the one thing they had was Donald Trump negligently killed a quarter million Americans. And yeah. that was like, that's pretty good. And I guess that manages to get you at exactly 270. See, this is, this was, this is... <laughs> Hold you so a moment. I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe he doesn't even get to 270. Who the fuck knows? Well, no, my I told you so moment was that it's Donald Trump's election to lose. Yeah. And it's still Donald Trump's election to lose. Yeah, no, I mean, he's... Um, and by the way, for anyone listening, we're recording on Wednesday night at 11.30 p.m. And currently they've called... Uh, 264 for Joe Biden and 214 for Donald Trump with Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Nevada uh, still out, and Alaska still outstanding. I don't realize Alaska is still outstanding. <laughs> yeah, Alaska. I guess NBC is holding it at uh, 253. Uh, yeah, because yeah, because they're the more um, quote unquote liberal place, so they want to you know, prostrate themselves by being like, we're gonna like not even declare as many. I'm looking yeah. at uh, I'm looking at uh the Guardian, so I don't I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean it's whatever. It's probably about there. It just I mean what the fuck is the plan for twenty twenty four? like what the fuck are you going to the plan do for twenty twenty four is Kamala. the Republicans kill another Kamala. quarter million Americans? Well, Kamala's yeah, but, running this time. Like, you, you can't motivate more than 270 electoral votes in the face of the apocalypse caused by Donald Trump. I, it's just, it's fucking pathetic. This will only reaffirm their belief that they won, uh, they got Orange Man out, and therefore everyone... They can go back to brunch. And love them. Yes, everyone's going to go back to brunch. 
everyone's and then lose in 2024 unless you think of something Kamala's gonna run on woke capitalism that is going Biden ran on woke capitalism Hillary ran on woke capitalism I know and they're gonna do it again and Tom Cotton's gonna beat her like it just or Tucker Carlson one of the two um I, for one, am more optimistic than that. I think before 2024, that volcano there over in Yosemite is going to erupt. And uh, it's just going to, you know, fuck up a whole bunch of shit in a way where uh, everything will seem different. (laughs) I hope some Democratic staffers stepdaughter is just saying uh fuck off you're not my real dad you fucking loser and also you couldn't even get more than 270 electoral votes in the face of the apocalypse running against donald trump i i just they they just i they need to feel shame i i just cannot imagine this they they should feel shame um, they probably do not. Like, I went to law school with these people, and these are the type A personalities that, like, start cutting themselves if they, like, study slightly less than they intended to. They should fucking, they should be suicidal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, someone should be extremely sad and depressed and not talking to anyone right now. But who knows, because people are living in entirely contrived, weird bubbles that tell them that this is somehow a Bernie Sanders fault. Or- Bernie Sanders would have gotten 400 electoral votes. I'm going to fucking stand by that. Fuck you all. Like, uh, die. Like, no, you'd rather lose with fucking Biden than with, with Sanders. That's what it came down to from the beginning. And, uh, yeah, Sanders would have gotten, like, it, just fucking Montailed Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, because, one, it's Donald Trump. Two, he negligently killed a quarter million Americans. And three, the economy is decidedly worse than during the depression and that's not like in 2008 when like fucking nerds were telling you that like yeah just no one's working and no one worked for like several months at a time and bernie sanders isn't a fucking idiot yeah also he predicted um everyone is talking about how he was on uh the jimmy fallon just a few weeks back pretty much calling out uh, moment by moment, everything Trump's done in the past, like, 12 hours. Uh, although the, the, the election uh, is November 3rd, and it's been said that we won't know the results until days later. W- when do you think we'll know the results? All right. Jimmy, you raise an important point, and I hope the American people understand it, because this is something I worry about. My view is every vote must be counted. For reasons which I don't have the time to get into tonight, you're going to have a situation, I suspect, in states like Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, other states, where they are going to be receiving huge amounts of mail-in ballots. And unlike states like Florida or Vermont, they're not being able, for bad reasons, to begin processing those ballots until, I don't know, election day, or maybe when the polls close. That means you're gonna have states dealing with perhaps millions of mail-in ballots. Here is my worry. What polls show 
and what studies have shown is that for whatever reason, Democrats are more likely to use mail-in ballots. Republicans are more likely to walk into polling booths on election day. It is likely that the first votes that will be counted will be those people who came in on election day, which will be Republican. And here is the fear, and I hope everybody hears that. It could well be, and you know, I don't know what's going to happen, nobody does, but it could well be that at 10 o'clock on election night, Trump is winning in Michigan, he's winning in Pennsylvania, he's winning in Wisconsin, and he gets on the television, he says, thank you Americans for reelecting me, it's all over, have a good day. But then the next day, and the day following, all of those mail-in ballots start getting counted, and it turns out that Biden has won those states. At which point Trump says, see, I told you the whole thing was fraudulent. I told you those mail-in ballots were crooked. And I got, you know, we're not going to leave office. So that is a worry that I and, and a lot of people have. So the results, you know, we don't know what's happened. Maybe sure. the results will be on election day. But uh, people should be aware of that possibility. So uh, Even the YMCA music video yeah he was like he's gonna put out this music video he's gonna dance in this way that's reminiscent of patrick bateman in american psycho uh and if <laughs> and if i was the nominee i would have done a better music video for the ymca <laughs> i would have done karma chameleon <laughs> another gay anthem yeah <laughs> Comma, 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 Camille. Yeah, so... Well, Ooh, it's like a killer. Have... That would be fun. It's oh, like a killer. Case could say. Da, 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 da. That's a good run, campaign. Run, run away. Um. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, man. Uh, Some people well. call me the space cowboy. <laughs> Some people call me Maurice. Woo, woo. <laughs> it's actually kind of turning into like shirtless pool in a pool, uh, like Hollywood producer creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a Harvey Weinstein. Uh, I was thinking, uh, who's that guy? Robert Evans? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Something like that. I actually don't know what Robert Evans sounded like, but I imagine it was that. Well, um, that's uh, the other element of things is that it seems that people overwhelmingly uh, where things were on their ballots uh, that they could vote directly on uh, voted for things like uh, for instance, in Florida, a higher minimum wage, the aforementioned drugs. Drugs won big this election. Yeah. Uh, all, all this cool, fun stuff that, um, you know, uh, a lot of people could have told you were popular ideas. All the things that will help us get through the next four years of Donald Trump. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, then the other fun thing is that California got totally um you know uh i think prop 22 passed right which is uh, allows uber and such companies to you know put you in some kind of cage i don't know uh it's bad for labor guys um it, okay so what it does is it they were 
salaried employees before this due to the last referendum and or the last proposition which made all uber drivers full-time employees that had to be treated you know dig with uh with dignity and now they got this proposition to be like now you need to be contractors again and so that we don't have to treat you with dignity and the fun thing that i found out was that uber drivers were told to pull all of um their drivers anytime they got into an uber as to whether or not they support them yes or okay and it became like a big propaganda machine that fed itself uber also poured uh tons of money into uh getting endorsements and advertising convincing people to vote uh yes on prop 22 and i also very much think that a lot of the time when there is something like this is bad so vote no on this thing that a huge percentage of people vote the opposite of their intention in that uh scenario and uh but also uber got like kind of um sketchily uh sought out the endorsement of uh, i believe the leader of an NAACP chapter in California like all these very clever incisive ways to um gain support so uh, uh, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, uh, no, 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 it's fine. They can just do another proposition the next time around that they get mm-hmm. us this one. So, you know, it's an endless cycle of propositions. Look, as long as we can all be high on drugs while <laughs> we're getting exploited, while, I say. While turning into a neo-feudalistic, you know, mm-hmm. techno capitalism. Yeah. This was pretty cool, Zone, all right. <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, I'm also enjoying. I'm also enjoying this um, situation we're in, where you have uh, Trump supporters in different places, literally being like, "Stop counting votes." Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, they should. People, can, yeah. Like, frankly, uh, uh, Biden should also be able to get people to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, the goal is to win. Uh, Democrats seem to forget that. Trump does not. I think this, there's going to be a there's an announcement um, tomorrow in Nevada, Nevada uh, at 12 Eastern Standard Time where they're going to announce the results because, um, of course, Nevada's the drama queen of yeah <laughs> of the Continental 48. Um where they need to have a spotlight mm-hmm. feeling important for their 15 minutes. Um, so I think that might be, that might be the end or the beginning. I don't know. It's hard to tell where beginnings and ends happen, but it seems like an event that obviously we're going to look back on this episode, having it already happened. Um, but I think Trump's behind, uh, Biden's ahead by 7,500 uh, with like 25% of the vote to count. Obviously, that's going to change in the next 12 hours, but I'm excited. I don't know if everybody else is excited. Everyone else seems dreading. Everyone thought there was going to be a blowout. You would think that because, you know, Trump caused yeah, the apocalypse. You- 
if you believe in yeah. things like material conditions or whatever, then you might think that, but it didn't. Nope, it did not. And, and instead, uh, sorry, sorry. Well, and we're uh, we're just we're on a Veep timeline, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right down to literally the uh, <laughs> idea of a political party being both like count the votes. Actually, no, don't count the votes. <laughs> I believe that's a plot point. Totally. Um, in, well, in a Veep episode. It was a slogan. Uh, it was a slogan that uh, I just watched it last night because, of course, I had to. Uh, don't toast the votes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Jonah was like, what, what does that mean? He's like, you know, don't totes the votes. Don't total the votes. And he's like, shut, shut up, you forget Paddington bear looking motherfucker was what he called. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So it's, um, it's. Oh, and also Nevada was a big deal in that. Uh, well, that's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I'm. That's why I'm hoping uh, that we get a. Uh, what was it? Fuck Selena Meyer. Fuck comma Selena Meyer. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so, as it stands, if Trump wins the four other states: Alaska, North Carolina, um, was it Georgia and Pennsylvania? It'll be two sixty-eight to two. What? 264? Yeah, 268 to 264. Um, and Wait, what? Yeah, if Trump wins the four, four other states, it'll be 268 to 264. Trump can seriously only... So Trump can't get a majority at this point? Well, then it would be up to Nevada. Oh, okay, okay. And, it, oh. and, if, and if Biden wins, it would be 270 to 268. And if Trump wins, it'd be 274 to 260 or something like that. Okay. Just a dumb fucking baby. Biden supporters are saying that he'll eke out Georgia and Pennsylvania still. And I think there's a chance that'll happen. uh, And Biden will get something like 290 Mm. or 296. So um, up to... Atlanta and Philly, but I mean they they really dropped the ball. I I I'm sorry. Yeah, Just shut up. Like be humbled. Like you should be freaking out right now. Yeah, no, it, it, it's just telling me that they're incapable of winning the presidency if the Republican doesn't kill a quarter million Americans. That's what this tells me. Because if if COVID wasn't happening right now, I I have no idea how Biden would have a fucking prayer. Yes, but because America loves our bad dad. Like and the people who love Donald Trump uh have doubled and tripled down on their love for him. Hey, but as far during as the Bible race concerned, uh Joe Biden's a worse dad. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. How many dead kids does Donald yeah. Trump have? <laughs> Uh, none that we know of. If Biden's and Trump were both put in an environment competing for resources, clearly the Trumps would have a higher survival rate and use that advantage to outpopulate the Bidens and eventually take over the niche. That's just biology for you. 
that is just biology for you. Oh, man. <sighs> um, oh. I think we should abolish polling. Yes, I did want to talk about this because um, I... Uh, polling is dumb as fuck. It is... Uh, <laughs> An archaic, we do it in this like archaic way, uh, given all of the resources available to uh, to track information about an election. Um, but mostly, I don't want to hear these goddamn people who uh, had the whatever percent of white women last time now having the, no, it was even more white women. It was 55 voted for Trump. And I'm like, who, this is based on a like extrapolation of exit polling. That is not, uh, it is uh, absurd to act like these numbers are an actual demonstration of how people use the numbers, which is here is a reflection of the overall demographic and how this demographic voted actually when it's really extrapolated from this weird exit polling. And I think um, all of that shit is a distraction. There's so many people, they're kind of like related, I think, to the liberals who are like, we should be at brunch, is having this kind of tidy identity politics thing of, oh, like, it's white women's fault that Trump happened. Uh, because it, it, even based on the last elections numbers that people were using, it still was, duh, more white men who, you know, voted for Trump. But within this is this idea that women are supposed to be like better and more moral. However, less so that's white why it's men, especially less white men voted Trump than the last time. Only demographic to go yeah. down because dudes rock the vote. Yeah. According to like who, as I say, have you ever been uh, exit polled? <laughs> especially this election when we have a huge amount of votes that there was no exit to be bold about. So what, what's the, it's just a bullshit fucking framing for online keyboard warriors and like media pundits to like regurgitate over and over again. It doesn't, it's like really not a productive way to look at. I, I um, have a lot of thoughts on polls. Um, I, as I've mentioned before, worked in journalism and my <laughs> entire job was following polls. It was what generated content. It was what journalists responded to the most. Um, it was what we wrote our articles about. It was what we put in articles that weren't about polling because the only way we could um, give some definitive justification in a pseudo objective technocratic way was to look at polls to justify the validity of our, you know, own shit, you know, that we smell. Um, and it's a cottage industry. It's, it's, it's it's an Ouroboros and not to get, it's a Mobius strip. Not to get too like Bulgariardian. It is, it is, Simulacrum. It is the goal of a poll is to create a simulated world 
uh, where you try to get an imagined way that the day of the election will go through based on um, an assortment of people that you handpicked that you think and you project onto the electorate. And this is this is just stupid. And it's very ideological. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like uh, we talked about last week um, where it's manufacturing the illusion of, uh, oh, look at this polling. This is a way we are obtaining some objective exactly. truth when in actuality, it's a very subjective yep. thing because it can be literally handpicked people who this particular person has chosen to be representative for whatever reason, you know, um, but people are used to using it as if it is this objective metric. Well, and well, it's it's treated as a science. Yeah. Eight silver exactly. and all of these pollsters who get slots on MSNBC, Fox News, all these, you know, caught it, you know, all these things that need to fill up content with something that appears as objectivity. They just employ these people as uh, election scientists. And if you talk to the election scientists, then they'll give you a diagnosis or at the very least, they'll give you the symptoms. And from those symptoms, you can infer the diagnosis. And, you know, it's it's again, it's ideological. I cannot stress it enough. I've argued with people so much. You know, I had a, an argument the other day. The polls are wrong. I told somebody. Donald Trump's going to come close or he's going to win. They said, Donald Trump says the polls are wrong, so you must be on the side of Donald Trump. And I'm like, the polls are wrong regardless of what Donald says. He just so happens to be right about it right now. And uh, he's right. He was right. I mean, the polls weren't right. And uh, fuck polling. Like, it is it is a capitalist tool for liberals. And the conservative polling... Lo and behold, we're far more correct than the liberal poll. Mm -hmm. And everyone who is liberal dismissed those conservative polls as too ideological. <laughs> well, and yeah, and like what you just described, where the person you were talking to is like, oh, Trump says the polls are wrong. If Trump says it, therefore it's bad. Like, that's the logic people are operating off of, um, where they're still using this. Uh, person they claim is the pinnacle of lies and transgressions as the metric by which they are judging <laughs> uh, the veracity of things, even if it's in pure opposition to whatever he says. Um, you know, like, oh, if the president says it, then it can't be true. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's very technocratic. It's very technocratic mm -hmm. and it, it it, it lends justification for others. Well, and there's a lot of liberals who really liked the idea that uh, one, that Nate Silver um, deserved his sort of notoriety when uh, I think uh, the guys on Chapo pointed out last night um, when really all he did was comfort liberals for that like time before we called the election for Obama in 2000. Yeah, 2000. He, I think it, they even reference it in Veep when they have the Nate Silver proxy come on, <laughs> and he, you know, he uh, 
he guessed the election votes within a half a point in all the Senate seats. And they're like, oh my God, he's the god of having a magic ball. Find out. Well, and liberals really want us to be able to moneyball politics. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the... I mean, that's the way liberals tend to handle science generally, is they want things to be predictable and cool. And if you just happen to be the right kind of uh, nerd who was the depressed, like, type A personality in school, uh, you'll be able to figure the world out, which is also why they like Harry Potter so dang much. Um, They just like the idea that you actually can manipulate reality itself uh, by being a nerd in school. Yeah, if you study the tea leaves, you can predict the future. And predicting the future has, um, you know, I told you so, clout. And that's really, really important to a lot of people. And, you know, now who's got the clout? Not the clap, the clout. Um, Yeah, who's the man now, Doc? (laughs) Who's crying... um, refreshing on Georgia's revo- results two days after the election now. What 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 do you think, Marlo? What, what are your thoughts? What, what does it say, or Marlo, Bunny, what does it say larger picture? Because I've been reading a lot of larger picture, um, I don't know, reflections. Well, like I said, I don't see Democrats expect to ever win the presidency again. I- yeah, I I don't care about that, though. I mean, in terms of the way the American, I guess, project is going, um, if we look at like a holistic history um, of elections, but not just elections, but like the way in which ideology has morphed since World War II, at least. I mean, I would again say that my original statement is apt to that. That the Democrats are going to be permanently in the minority and or out of power. Yeah, no, I just I, I just think that fundamentally, at a certain point, the entire two party system as it's set up now is going to shift because I simply cannot see how Democrats uh, can be considered a competitive party if this is what the results of this election are. I mean, but who could receive this kind of realization in in the Democratic Party? Like, they are going to live in their own delusion. Half are going to return to their brunches. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe they won't care when they keep not being president for the next 60 years. Um yeah, they could just not give a shit about it. And for all I know, that's what they're going to do. I don't know. See, but what is there a way to change that? Is there a I mean, people talk. I, I've heard conservatives. I mean, Sagar goes on and on about how the he thought that the, you know, the Republicans were going to be permanently in the minority after this election. And he's probably revised his statement on that. Not that he's a. Uh, good source, but I'm seeing a mirrored kind of um, from fascists seeing their establishment party wanting to be a minority party 
and that if they only take up reins of fascism, will they become a majority party again? And I feel like you're saying the same thing, but the Democrats um, are going. The Republicans the have. They're probably going to hold. I, I don't. I'm saying this was the prediction before. This was like the doomsday prediction before on the right from a nationalist fascist. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like the Republicans hold the Senate and Biden ekes in there and is an extremely unpopular president. I, I don't see. Doesn't get anything done. Doesn't. There's just gridlock and, you know, austerity for four years. And then since uh, he's agreed to be a one term president, then we're what? We're going to run Kamala and it'll be uh, back to this playbook of. See, I promise I'm not a socialist. Well, capitalism, Uh, which I think has become the defining. Like, I like that term. Um, it also explains a lot of the right's reaction. It explains mm-hmm. what they see as both socialism and, uh, like, the project that they hate the most. Because woke capitalism generally sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is something that they're going to run on because they think it's a winning argument. Well, yeah, so uh, I think we're all in agreement here that the uh, powers that be in the Democratic Party are going to continue to ignore the social and progressive stuff that is really popular with people and uh, keep playing this bullshit where where it's like they're just trying to appeal to like some imaginary. Again, it's another bad dad situation, except the liberals are all trying to appeal to their cold, detached, conservative bad dad instead of, you know, what Trump lovers uh, like, which is a leave you out in the cold bad dad daddy so well i feel yeah. like there's there's a link between the bad dad two sides of the bad dad you know of trumpism there's the bad dad that um orders out in the cold that's a bad dad mm-hmm. you bring the what, what was the example you bring your kids to the theater you go out get drunk at a bar and just uh, have home and forget him. You know, that's what he does to his supporters. They love it. They come out. They vote. By the way, uh, more Trump supporters beat Barack Obama's um, 2008 election. Um, <laughs> oh, the, the metric yeah. by which everything had been uh, held um, against. But then the other side of the bad dad is that he so wants to be loved by the liberal media. He wants to be seen as cool. Like, that's another thing that conservatives want. They want to be seen as cool by the liberal media. But but Trump specifically does. Yes. Like, like he's got another layer of it because Trump's really a fucking entertainer. Like, he was not ever really a business person. He was always, like, a facsimile of a business person who made entertainment products around the persona of him being uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous. He's good at being famous. Yeah. So, but he, I think... More than your average uh, Republican establishment person uh, particularly cares about the uh, media liking him and 
um, having like this constant relationship with the liberal media that's criticizing him and uh, he's horny for it. He loves it. So um, I, I, I also think, though, this aspect of his personality, this this particular egotism from Trump is why uh, I don't think he has diabolical enough um like he, he he doesn't have like a Carl Rove um coming up with sneaky plays for him because he's got to feel like he's driving the cart there so uh every lawyer he's had for instance is just some dipshit <laughs> That he knows instead of an incredibly diabolical um, person who's going to like uh, do all kinds of slimy, tricky, sneaky things. Right. Uh, I, I, I think there's an element there that I find sort of delightful that um, he can't even do uh, a certain version of being a bad Republican correctly because he needs so much uh, personal attention, constant praise and like adulation. Um, so he'll put uh, fucking Rudy Giuliani around him. Um, well, I feel as his, I feel his desire to be cool is reflected on something like college conservative movements, like college conservatives. Like they don't care. They don't care about the professors. They don't care about the fucking teaching you know, alternate histories about the 6,000 years that we have here on Earth, which is true, by the way. Um, and, you know, whatever other flat Earth conspiracies they want to push in the universities, uh, they just want to be seen as cool. They want, and all of their rhetoric suggests that they want to be the cool kids on campus. And they just loathe that the liberals are just cooler than them. And they need to throw a hissy fit. And I don't know, then Charlie Kirk uh, gets millions of dollars for it, which makes him less cool. But at the same time, he's, you know, an avatar for this kind of thing that Trumpism or Trump himself all sort of embodies, wanting to be seen as cool and resenting the people on TV that tell him he's not cool. Well, that's also, I think, why conservatives tend to love, like, a little baby prodigy person. Uh Um, Not an actual young person who's sort of uh, precocious, accomplished. They like a little living doll, like a Ben Shapiro, who, before he had any life experience, was being this super fucking nerd, going around being like, I'm a smart kid, and wouldn't you know, even though I'm young, I fucking love conservative things. And uh, that was their foray and to be like, see, like, this is cool. Uh, But Conservatives would be very uncomfortable. They're very uncomfortable, for instance, with young people on the left, especially young people who are coming uh, at issues with some sort of life experience informing it. They like somebody who, like, went to college too early (laughs) and uh, never had any conflicting experiences Uh to their ideology. Um, like, like Like a Benny... Benny Shapiro, a, Char- a Charlie, a Charlie Kirk. This is what they want. Um, this is what they want. This is what the feminists want. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, keyword. <laughs> oh man i am uh enjoying the conspiracy laden people in a way this idea mm-hmm. that biden's win is going to be seen as illegitimate was was mwah, preordained it's so good so, i think this is um, the best result that possibly could have happened just beautiful I think it's, just honestly stuff. like i didn't want trump another four years of trump if biden does eke it out I didn't want another four years of Trump, but I also didn't want the Democrats to feel good about themselves. And they should not. They should feel terrible. I mean, as you guys said, the only way they're not going to feel good about themselves is kind of if they lose. Because they're going to, you know. Well, I didn't want them to feel good about themselves on election. And that was accomplished. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Like, Like, they were in meltdown mode a on Tuesday all day on Tuesday night. Oh my god. It'd when be Florida when Florida went can we just relive can we just relive like Florida going red and being Yeah, no, redo the whole goddamn thing. That would be hilarious. Like <laughs> with the more lopsided courts than they were twenty years ago. Just do it all again. Just do it all again. Like Oh, my God. I don't know. It'd be hilarious if fucking Nevada went Trump at this point. Yeah, no. If there was a state that was going to go Trump uh, in this election cycle uh, that was going to flip, it was going to be there. And the reason why, I think, is because they want to be open. Las Vegas is in, in dire straits, more so than anywhere else. I mean... The hotel gambling industries just have been crushed by the the COVID shutdown. And just like Socialism Sucks worked in Florida, um, Reopen kind of worked in Nevada, like in a very specific state-specific message that if there was a state that would flip, um, that would be the one that would do it. Um, I don't think it, uh, I go back and forth. They got like 25% of the votes to still go. And Biden's barely holding on with 7,000 votes. Um, oh, he's up 7,000. Yeah. 7,000. Whew. Okay. <laughs> he's up by 7,000 votes, 1,500. And it's, I think there's something like a hundred thousand votes to go or something around there. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I think if there were a state from 2016 to 2020 that would flip from blue to red, it would be Nevada. I don't think there's any other state. We were talking about New Hampshire. I think Matt had... Yeah. New York was surprisingly close. Did anybody see that? No. It's 55, 45, 44. Well, what was it like last time? I think 60, yeah. 60, I would guess, and I think that's. I think it's Long Island went heavily Trump, and so did. Yeah, yeah. They always uh, do. All of Long Island went red, and Rockland County went red. Orange County, Putnam County, Dutchess County. Yeah, I was confused. Uh, Ulster actually went Joe Biden, but yeah. Do they realize he's an Irish Catholic? 
Hey, that wasn't part of Trump's messaging, which, as we've talked about... What a mistake yeah, on Trump's part. It really needed to go after the dirty papist. But, um, yeah, now, if there's any lesson the Republicans take from this is go anti-papist, go hard anti-papist. Well, weren't they also going pro-papist? Wasn't that like a... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just... I don't know. Keep... They're in an impossible situation, stuck between worlds. They uh, they need to write a whole new bigoted playbook, and um, because they want that sweet, sweet those crazy Catholics like uh, the Amy Comey, Comey Barrett, uh, where they're like, "We are Catholic, but we'd like to be as uh, insane as an evangelical." Yeah. So, like. Let's marry these two energies. They want that. Like, like, like ever since the fucking Spain in the 1600s, Catholics been like that shit. Yeah, like I was surprised. Yeah, neo-Carlism is huge right now. How much? How much marriage there is between fascism and Catholicism is just like woo. Yeah, a lot. Multiple. Fascist movements over the 20th century have been uh, extremely Catholic. Brazil, Spain, Italy, Italy. Remember Mussolini. Mussolini is the one that made Vatican City uh, an independent city. Yeah, dirty fucking people, <laughs> lecherous wine drinkers, <laughs> lecherous oil. What was the other insult for Catholics? I don't know. Um, uh, they're mackerel snappers. snappers. Yeah. Uh, Arizona was weird. Has that? Yes. So MSNBC yeah, well, is refusing to call that one. Is that? Yeah, because John McCain's ghost um, haunts uh, the entire state of Arizona. Is that just simply because Maricopa County hasn't announced all of its election or announced all of its votes yet? No idea. People been saying Maricopa <laughs> County, and I had no idea it was in Arizona. The county with Phoenix in it, and currently Joe Biden is leading fifty-one forty-six. Well, I have. Uh, have either of you been Heavens to no. Arizona? No. So I unfortunately have been inside Arizona. I one. I didn't like it. It is too far from the sea. Uh, <laughs> it's a very dry, landlocked place. I did not like that aspect. But more interestingly is uh, I went with a group of girls on a girls trip. And it was some Greek girls, some uh, also some non-Greek girls, but all from Baltimore. But it felt like we had brought all of the diversity to every bar <laughs> that we visited in Arizona. It was really weird. Yeah, it was really weird. And my friend got stung by a scorpion almost immediately <laughs> upon arriving <laughs> so uh it is also as i said haunted by the ghost of john mccain um i brought it up before but the ghost of john mccain keeps trying to contact psychics to get megan mccain to run for governor and she won't listen mm. so but there is a contingent of people in 
Arizona who are loyal to John McCain's ghost and by that alone. Do they have a culture? (laughs) I just really know. Yeah. In Arizona, it's it's all like uh, it reminded me of like um, uh, all people who had at one point tried out for mm-hmm. reality TV. Like, like I understand they sell a just, lot of, like, tchotchkes, like, about the Pueblo Indians and whatnot, but, like, and also I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they have a sort of taco, but, yeah. I know nothing about, like, what it would be like to be in Arizona. It was, uh, you know, there's, like, some pretty nature in Arizona. But other than that, I felt it was sort of utterly devoid of uh, culture. Um, sure everything Arizona's known for their copious amount of rehab centers. I think that's... Well, I was going to say it's known for its resorts, uh, its golf courses, its planned communities, its diverting water from uh, the Navajo Nation. So it's basically Florida without uh, literally the only good thing about Florida? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, just... Wait, what's the one good thing in Florida? That it's close to the ocean and you get to do oceany shit. Like, I mean, yeah. I hate the fucking like, ocean, but like, that's the one good thing about Florida. That's why they have a bunch of resorts and rehab centers. Yeah, exactly. Um, Someday I'll get into turquoise and move there. Mm-hmm. Well, you could also get that in New Mexico. Yeah, that's the other thing is like half the shit I think about Arizona are actually New Mexico. I think they're the people with them types of tacos mm-hmm. I was thinking of. But, uh, yeah. Wait, are the Navajo from Arizona? The Navajo Nation um is, uh, in in New Me- uh is in um is in technically Arizona. It, all of those you've seen Breaking Bad, right? Uh the, all those states touch each other. Um and Navajo uh, Nation okay. kind of crosses over I bet all the Nevada cool Navajo Arizona. Live in New Mexico. <laughs> Well, the Navajo Nation itself uh, is, you know, right, of course, right, stands right. alone, and it's not as if the part of the Navajo Nation that's in Arizona it sees itself as separate as the part yeah, of the no, Navajo I Nation that is that in. If I was in a particular part of the Navajo Nation, it'd be better if I was in the part that happens to intersect with New Mexico. Well, it's close. That's fair. There's Navajo County, Arizona, which is. I don't think that means they have the county. <laughs> Whose phone is going on? Uh, I don't... That would be mine, actually. It has been going on for <laughs> the last ten minutes. Yeah, right. it's uh, this fucking chat with uh, protest updates from New York. It's been quite active in the past 24 hours. Nice. Um, I'm just looking now. Trump is extending his lead in Georgia instead of contracting it. Stop the count. <laughs> Stop the count. Um, yeah, don't totes the votes. Hey ho, hi, uh, hey ho. This endless re re uh, was it recount has got to go. Is there going to be a recount? Did we announce that? Is it Wisconsin? Wisconsin going to recount? 
Um, I think what's happened is Trump's just said a bunch of shit, but has not actually made any uh, formal declarations or. Um, yeah, it sounds like something hit Actually, yeah, he hasn't actually filed anything because uh, I believe for a recount, he would have to put up money for that. Um, okay. Speaking of Maricopa, a senior reporter is on TV saying Maricopa officials are forming an exit plan because there's an armed mob outside of the election office. That's called fucking passion. That is dedication to your candidate and what you believe in. Those are Americans doing civic well, duty I mean, right there. Also, Americans uh, who got uh, an email from Trump's uh, campaign saying, essentially, uh, you need to fight for me. And this is how some are Gee, interpreting If only Joe message. Biden was capable um, of sending an email. saying. <laughs> A group yelling, you are fake news and profanities to press behind the tape who are who's been inside reporting on the Arizona election results. Well, I mean, these people um, are truly, you know, let's not lose sight of uh, the true dumb fuckiness of of these. uh, I mean, say whatever you want. The Brooks Brothers helped put George W. Bush in the presidency for eight years. It was effective. The Democrats should also do that if they want uh, power. Yeah. Well, and I think what is a bit different about Trump is Trump's need to be central to everything and to feel like everyone is taking their cues from him kind of prohibits the sort of uh, machinations that were around uh, W. But yeah, right? he's not going to actually um, ever really do any, do like, 10% of the things he says he's going to do. But yeah, it's just Trump. <laughs> well, not even like what he says he's going to do. I'm saying like even by even like doing whatever it takes to win. Uh even in that regard, I think it's there's an irony of I see the possibility of his own like egotism actually being in the way of him accomplishing yeah, but diabolical. There is goals. actually a long-standing uh, uh election law precedent which is you can't count votes if all the uh officials are murdered and the ballots are burnt. So <laughs> That is a long standing It's come up before. Um, I mean precedent. Yes. Mhm. But Trump doesn't want to do real tough guy stuff. He only wants to do pretend tough guy stuff. He doesn't want to actually be around. Well, I mean, it sounds like there's an armed mob surrounding election officials right now. So, yeah. And he, you know what he'd do if he was there, he'd run away and leave them abandoned in the cold. He doesn't need to be around. They're there. It doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that I think what's interesting is America will look at places like North Korea and they'll be like, oh, look at all this bullshit they put out about uh, their dear leader, all these made up stories. And it's this um, very critical eye, but it kind of implies that it's this like top down propaganda that everything all the cues are coming from from the top and everyone's just falling in line but i think when you look at someone like trump you see how people will do that for themselves like people have voluntarily made shit up about donald trump just to maintain their affection for him 
Like he he doesn't have to provoke uh, a narrative necessarily because people are out here doing it for him. Uh, you know, many of the counties where lots of people were hit hardest by COVID, tremendously in support of Donald Trump. A lot of those people saying, well, what could he have done? He was in an impossible mm-hmm. situation because <laughs> they're going like it's gone from with like W, I could have a beer with him. It's gone from that to like, oh, well, what would I do if I was in this position? Oh, I, I would also be flummoxed here <laughs> um, as opposed to holding somebody in, you know, arguably the world's most powerful position. My favorite thing about this um, is that uh, they're protesting the Fox News headquarters in Arizona Mm -hmm. because Fox News will be famous or infamous for uh, calling Arizona first. Yes, and uh, Trump called Rupert Murdoch and specifically asked for him to make them retract it and Rupert Murdoch said no and ew what a horrible development uh, something that makes Rupert Murdoch seem like not bad <laughs> Ugh, terrible time to be alive I'm also getting uh, uh, lots of protests in New York coming across yeah no that's been going consistently well, for the, like 24 hours now well that's what they wanted I mean they uh, fucking boarded up you know, Fifth Avenue, all the luxury stores, uh, kind of to a ridiculous degree ahead of election night. Um, so you would argue in a almost insightful way, uh, were, were stores like Tiffany's, uh, boarded up. Cause come on, if we wanted to break Tiffany's, uh, the Man, plywood's I, not going to stop I wonder us. if Brooklyn Housing Court at 111 Livingston Street is boarded up or not. Or wait, no. Sorry. That's a like, really good question, Livingston Marlo. Street. I drove, I drove by there. Sunder Street is Manhattan Housing Court. I mean, I drove by Smith Street and they had places boarded up. Um, all downtown, and I'm fairly certain the government buildings are also also um, boarded up. Although I can't, I don't know. I'll check tomorrow or today. Well, guys, we, before we wrap this up, uh, you guys got any worst takes you seen? <laughs> Anything that it was Jeremy Corbyn's here? fault? That is that is a very yeah, great take. That's probably the. I think that was a fake take. Was it? Yeah, did you see the actual article? Because it was like literally by Dudley Dursley Turfington or some shit, dude. That sounds like a real British. Absolutely. Well, my worst take is that Brooklyn Housing Court is at 111 uh, Livingston Street because it's actually at 141 Livingston Street. So I just want to highlight that. Um, Go check if it's boarded up, guys. Um, okay, the, 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 the Bernie Sanders is the reason we lost Florida. Uh, Mm, that is, yes, that is a good one. I also like, my favorite is the conflation of all Latinos. Uh, so the ones who pretty much always vote Republican, the Cuban Americans in Miami and et cetera being conflated with mostly more 
uh, indigenous immigrant population fleeing places like Honduras and Guatemala and other mm. places like Nevada, which I, I, I believe a Bernie Sanders yep. did very well there. And uh, the other worst take was uh, that this is a sign somehow that Bernie Sanders would have done worse. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was that's my favorite uh, bad take is that this has been uh, just a referendum on how much America hates socialism and Bernie would have been absolutely uh, ab- just just destroyed because of this. Um, he would have won four hundred electoral votes at least. I, he, yeah, we would, and it would have been so fun, guys. He would, he would it have been, he would have given you everything. The real fundamental change that we desperately need. Uh, or at least going towards it. And, you know, he'd do a couple cute things here and there. Jesus, what more do Americans want? Um, you know what they want? They want uh, toast people, to put it in the um, through the lens of uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, they want, they're dry. Mm-hmm. They want dry like toast. They want toast people. Uh, that they can go to brunch. They want to just put Windex on their injury. <laughs> You're, no. My favorite take that I've heard is that um, without the Ottoman Empire, uh, the Gr- Greeks' penises would have been smaller. Hmm. But, and as they're we know right. now, they're very big because... Uh, yeah. we've seen I just want to say... But that wouldn't have happened without the Ottoman Empire. I don't know about that. Worst thing I um, heard coming out of this election was that Nagorno-Karabakh was Armenian. (laughs) Or Karabakh, whatever. I I don't speak Azerbaijani, so I wouldn't know how to pronounce that name. So you don't agree with that take? Yes, it's a a bad take that Uh, Karabakh. um, One thing that's been missing is election interference. Um... Well, again, I mean, Trump's got some boys with some torches, and yeah. No, I'm saying like Russian. There hasn't been any Russian or Chinese mm. or Iranian complaints. It's been suspicious. You would think it, it's almost like they did that the last time because they won. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry to insult the Greek people. <laughs> I never as you should be. Um as you should be because guess what guys? All all Greek American candidates who are running for re-election in the House and Senate, uh they it were all re-elected. Five um, landlords. Mostly Dems, mostly Democrats. Uh there is the one Republican in there. Bill No no no, she's a new person. These were all incumbents uh who won re-election. All all of these Greek Americans won the re-elections. Uh the only Republican among them is um uh Bill Rackis from Tarpon Springs, Florida. 
which is an extremely Greek place. They sponge dive. It's a whole thing. Um, but yes, this is something I, I know as a Greek person that all the Greek Americans who are running for re-election won their elections. But yes, I do believe that Greek Gusano, uh, Staten Islander, uh, Nicole Mal- Maliotakis, I think she did win. Uh, so on. I raised the rent get, this you know, month. It's whatever. market. What do you want from me? What's the best take you've seen? There's only one. Bernie would have gotten 400 electoral votes. No, uh, Ilan Omar's making fun of us. What is it, daughter? Yeah, her daughter. Making fun of Vouch. Yeah, that was Yeah. Yeah. Bullying him. Yeah. Hilarious. Yes, it was good. And I liked it the most because I felt that Vouch (laughs) felt very bullied. uh, Literal high schooler. (laughs) Like... Someone who By I literal feel weird child, thinking she, is as cool as I think she is because she's been in high school. Right, right. And I right. shouldn't, like, really give a shit yeah, about her he, in any case. But, yeah, no, she's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, she hurt this uh, She hurt this. <laughs> this man's feelings. <laughs> and um, and it, it was like... It was like he felt like she was punching down. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was good. Uh, also, uh, runner-up uh, to Vouch being all notice me, senpai, yeah. to Ben Shapiro. Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, Ooh, I had a... Guys, I had a, a, a notice me moment. Uh Emily Ratajowski liked one of my tweets. Um, and, uh, you know. Who's that? Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Emily Raj. I have no Emrata? idea who that is. You have no idea. She like an actress? I, I, oh, I, oh, oh, I yes. thought of another one. What, what character she did also, she depict she, in media uh, that I might know of? Uh, she is, uh, she was in the Blue okay. Lines video. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> I, assume, I guess I know her. who you're talking uh, about then. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, now I know who this is. Well, she's, I know the video. I don't know anything she else. Spoke about she spoke out against she, date rape. Yeah, she also uh, was, uh, she endorsed Bernie in the primaries uh, and, and whatnot. Uh she, um, but uh, the what's his name? Uh, Thomas William Chatterton. Um, making up new names for me. <laughs> he's a journalist, and he had he's got he's got terrible politics. Uh, he's one of these, um, you know, anti woke liberals uh, who believe in the Kyle they're against cancel culture. Uh, yeah, similar. He's a similar kind of person. Uh, more of a dipshit, though. But uh, he wrote a, a really insufferable profile of Emily oh, Rodjowski okay. for French Marie Claire, and uh, and I made fun of it, and she liked the tweet. And um, right. uh, we're in. Love um, here's the one that's been popping up that Joe Jorgensen's. Uh, uh, stole the uh, no, ruined the election for Trump. This is I. Oh no! I like the narrative that she pulled voters from Trump. 
because uh, I don't know if you've been over on Reddit. I've never been to Reddit but, once uh, in my life. Our, our conservative have been uh, losing their mind all day. They've already uh, conceded that Joe Biden has won and that it was stolen. Um, and this is, uh, we're going to take their well, guns. I don't know, maybe... <laughs> Start an armed mob out of, out. And they're blaming Joe Jorgensen. They're blaming Joe Jorgensen uh, for this. Uh, on the See, I think a worse take it's is good time over there. she stole it from Joe Biden from people who don't know who George, Joe Jorgensen mm-hmm. is. Like, seeing up her name uh, and they're yeah. like, oh, that's affected my preferred candidate. Let me blame them. Well, well, because also people have this very rote, like, uh, narrative about, oh, if you voted third party, you just wasted your vote. That's right? all of us. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is all of us, even though uh, every state uh, I've ever lived in, um, historically blue, nothing I've done has changed or made it it's so. It just made me feel bad. So. When I vote for Democrats, so mm-hmm. you know. Kanye West, R.I.P. Kanye West did get around fifty thousand votes. Um, I was really hoping there would be like a story where there was one county where Kanye West came in second. Like, like, like I, I don't know if uh, this county is a place where Trump or Biden is the uh, leader, but I wanted there to be one place. Where Kanye was the second place. I think uh, it was in Minnesota he had the most. Know, he um he says uh he's his sights are on twenty twenty four. We'll see. By that time it'll be time to start laying the groundwork for Kim's campaign. Kim Jong un? Oh damn. Kim Kardashian. I mean, if only to fulfill uh the fact that I wrote a short story. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, years ago, where Kim Kardashian uh, becomes president, um, but it was written from the perspective of an old Kim Kardashian who uh, was at this point a very res- like well respected and venerated figure, because um, it seemed at the time seemed like a fun thing to think about, like because people. Uh, we're always shitting on Kim Kardashian. I was like, what would have to happen for this to totally turn around? And I even wrote in the story a late in life going to law school. And now she's doing a weird thing that isn't going to law school, but it is to be a lawyer. And uh, I write the future with my short stories. That's what I'm trying to uh, let the people know here. <laughs> so um, I hope... We're looking at a president, Kim Kardashian, vice president. I'd like to see them head to head. (laughs) Life, Christian, Kanye, and then like Instagram model, Kim Kardashian. And those are our two political parties from now until like 2050. Instagram models versus Mm -hmm. Christian religious rappers. (laughs) (laughs) The two genders. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think it could work, guys. Uh, I think uh, we're, we're at 90 minutes America, here. You guys got course. anything else? Um, Clearly. It will be insane if uh, Trump overturns 
Arizona. That's all I have to say. It's gonna, and if it's because there's a bunch of hogs outside of Fox News, it's called working for it. Good partisans. It's gonna come down to thirty to fifty. Only yeah. the Democrats would run anyone who's remotely inspiring or charismatic. That's right. I guess we'll see. Remains to be seen, people. By the time we put this out, who yep. knows? All right. Death to America. Bye. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I went a-walking that ribbon of highway, and I saw above me that endless skyway, I saw below me that golden valley, this land was made for you and me. my footsteps and the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts all around me a voice was a sounding this land was made for you and me there was a big high wall there that tried to stop me the sign was painted said private property on the back side it didn't say nothing this land was made for you and me when the sun comes shining then i was strolling and the wheat fields waving and my dust cloud rolling my voice was chanting as the fog was lifting this land was made for you and me this land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me.